Hey, fellow marketers, welcome to another episode of the Marketing Careers Podcast presented by themarketinghelp.co, your number one resource for proactively managing your marketing career. All right, so today we're going to continue our series on managing various things within your marketing role. And uh, we recently covered uh, the topic of managing time. And today I want to go a level deeper in talking about discussing and discuss managing marketing projects. So in that last episode, I talked about how do you make the most of your, everyone gets 168 hours every week. And how do you make those hours count? And that's what we talked about in the last episode. Now, within those 168 hours is a marketer's uh, opportunity for success in managing projects. Now, marketing projects will typically have an objective, an outcome, a goal, a timeline, and this could be developing that social media campaign. It could be the project around developing that weekly flash report for the client. It could be that monthly performance report for the stakeholders. It could be the new product launch. It could be the project around that webinar and virtual conference that you're planning to put on. So today, what I want to do is just cover uh, three very simple steps on how every marketer can best manage these projects. But first, before we get into those tips and those steps, uh, here's a quick update. Hey, fellow marketers. Uh, we are excited to announce one of our newest toolkits, uh, and it's designed just for those marketers who are working remotely. So maybe you just started a new uh, remote-only marketing role, or maybe you're recently transitioned into a remote marketing role, but we've curated over 20 different tools, and that list is growing, but we're adding new tools weekly. And these tools are just for remote marketers. Now, if you go to themarketinghelp.co forward slash remote marketers, uh, you can access all these tools. We've got remote-only uh, job boards. Um, we've got uh, meeting worksheets. We've got uh, virtual meeting backdrops. All the things you would need in your marketing role working from home. So go ahead over to themarketinghelp.co forward slash remote marketers. Check it out on your next break. All right, back to the episode. All right, so it's time to start managing that marketing project. Now, how should you be preparing to participate as a marketing team member for any marketing project? And again, you're, you're part of the team, you're doing your thing, you're the social media person, you're the, the paid search specialist, you're the SEO manager, whatever your role is on the marketing team, you're now ready to participate in this project. So what do you need to start thinking about? So here are some three simple steps to follow so that every marketing project is a success. Number one, it's about setting milestones. So think about these milestones as uh, key check-in points during the entirety of this project. So it's really just about setting these opportunities to check in, or I should say first setting expectations somewhere around the middle or somewhere around the beginning, the middle, and the end of the project. Now, for some projects, it could be having a milestone check-in for pre-launch, um, during the launch, and then post-launch. Again, it's going to depend on the size of the project, but think about it. Having these you know, quick little check-ins are very, very important to make sure that everybody as part of the team is on the same page and everyone's on the right track. We've all worked with that road marketer before that has decided to just do their own thing from start to finish. They show up for the first meeting, they disappear, they show up for the last meeting and say, yep, I'm done. So in order to avoid that, 
it's really just about making sure that there are milestones set during uh, critical times of the project. And again, the suggestion here is just beginning, middle, end, and making sure that there's some uh, scheduled time to collectively get together as a team. doesn't have to be in person. But here's a tip. Here's a tip for setting milestones. Send out those calendar invites before the project even starts. So there's already this little window of time for maybe 15, 30 minutes, quick, quick milestones uh, in place during the course of the project, already scheduled. Uh, and it's inviting the whole team or the key team members that are part of the project. But here's the other tip as part of this. Make sure there's an agenda in that invite so that you don't need to think about anything for when that meeting happens. Now, if you're the market, this is, again, for you, the marketer and the team, let's say you're in charge of social, SEO, whatever it is, you're taking control by setting this invite out for your specific task, for your specific pieces of the project. And that's the beauty. When you set out in advance, when that time comes up, people are going to be reminded of, okay, great, we got to talk about this piece of the project so everyone knows what's going on. Because this leads into the second step, which is over-communicating. And this is about how many projects have you been part of on a marketing team where someone's asking that question? Hey, did that post go live? Uh, did someone push the code uh, so we can actually start split testing? Did those ads launch? I know we talked about them, but did they, did they go live? Now, the person that did those actions may think of those as very insignificant or whatever because they're part of their list. But to the overall team, you know, there's a saying that, that uh, one of the marketing teams as part of an agency it was knowing is better than assuming. So just the fact that somebody knows something or and is aware of something is much better than having them assume that that ad went live or that that thing happened. So for any marketing project, and here's the other difference is for any marketing project, you can say uh, communicating is basically speaking up when, when you're spoken to, speaking up during the meeting, when it's your turn, in the Slack channel, on the call, that's communicating. But when I talk about over-communicating, I'm talking about proactively notifying others with an intent to inform. That's the key there. The intention is to inform somebody what's going on amongst your craft, amongst the things that you're responsible for. So that's, that is over-communicating. And that's uh, really going to help in terms of keeping everybody aligned. Now, think about it. Think about those projects you worked on on your marketing team. Think about the best projects you've ever been part of. And think about those, you know, it's those, those projects where you knew what was going on, but you didn't know to the gross detail of what everyone was doing at every minute. But you had this sense, everyone had this sense, whenever you talked about the project, everyone had a sense that they knew what was going on. They knew the state of affairs across the board, even if it wasn't their own uh, domain. So just having that sense and that feeling, that's what we're trying to achieve here is that, 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 that sense of... Um, uh, connectivity in knowing what's going on and not assuming a heck of a lot over where things stand in the project. So over-communication can certainly help with that. Now, here's the best part. Over-communicating is easy. You just shoot an email. You post into the Slack channel. Um, that's how easy it is to, to provide somebody uh, an over-communication point with an intent to inform. Now, don't overthink it because this isn't about updating everyone on every single thing you do, every button you push. No, no, it's not about that level of detail. This is just about, again, 
uh, communicating with an intent to inform when there's a task that involves others or that others are dependent upon. That's the key there when it comes to over-communicating. So here's a tip for over-communication. Think about this. For your next project, task yourself to have at least three proactive over-communicating updates every week of the project. Not for the whole project. I'm saying every week of the project. And the thing is, when people start to see and gain value from your over-communication, guess who else is going to start doing it? Them. So you have a chance to be the catalyst here for your next marketing project by challenging yourself. Give three proactive pieces of over-communication per week to the team and see what happens. Third step, have a postmortem or retrospective. Now, for, for marketing projects, uh, been through a ton, uh, been through a lot of uh, great projects, a lot of oopsie projects, but I had a project manager I worked with one time and, and the saying he had was, listen, if we, if we didn't retro uh, the project, it never happened. Think about that. If, if we didn't have a retrospective on this project, then it never happened. Now, I, I commend him on, on his fervor and his focus on making sure that we had retros for every project. And I think what he meant by that is like, listen, guys, if we don't sit and discuss what happened in this project and let alone document our learnings from this, then we failed because we just basically, we may have completed the tasks in the project as a whole, but if we don't learn from it as a marketing team, then we've missed the point. Because the other saying that, that he said is the next project should be informed by the last one, right? So the next project we do should be informed by the last project we just experienced. And, I, and those words stuck with me too, because you never want to let a project go. You never want to let a project end until you feel like you've pulled all the learnings from it. So if you're a marketer on this project team, be prepared for these retrospectives by doing a really quick exercise. And this is, again, something I've learned that is just priceless when it comes to managing and being part of marketing projects is jot down a list during the the, the project that you're in. And I, I, I would say do this as the project is happening. Don't do this just at the end. So somewhere in a document, somewhere in a piece of paper, have a list that has three columns. One list of start, one of stop, and one of continue. And when you think about it, here's what you're jotting down in these columns. Because when the project is over, you're going to be able to bring to the conversation, hey, here, here's a list of starts, which is basically, what should we start doing as a, as a result of the project that just ended? So think about that. What should we start doing? So this is just an, an observation on the opportunities or ideas that came up uh, during this project that actually worked or that didn't work. So because of that, this is what we should start doing. So for example, it could be like, hey, let's start having daily meetings because weekly meetings just didn't cut it. Let's start reading industry blogs on a daily basis, guys, because we got sideswiped by that latest announcement that Google had because nobody was paying attention. Or let's let's start providing some feedback on a daily basis so we don't keep it pent up until the end of the project. So again, think about this will just unlock a lot of great conversation. So that's the start column. Next is the stop column. What do we stop doing? And this is identifying what were the things that were a blocker to success of the project. So think about that. On a marketing project could be things like, hey, let's stop having meetings only weekly. We got to we got to we got to stop having meetings on a weekly basis because too much goes by from from week to week. Or it's let's stop using PowerPoint for these presentations because it it just takes too long to put together. 
or let's stop making changes on our campaigns without documenting those changes because at the end of it, we have no idea what we did, what was the cause to the effect. So that's the stop list. And then lastly is continue, which is really identifying, hey, what was effective and what brought good energy, what brought good results that we need to continue doing on every project in the future. So let's continue providing that recognition to the team. That was a great way to boost energy. And let's continue updating the client every other day as opposed to every day because they got burnt out by us calling them every day. Things like that, right? So the continues, again, just about recognizing those those flashes of greatness that happened during the project. And again, the stops are continue. You as the marketer are writing these down during the project. At the end of the project during that retrospective, the entire team is part of this discussion. So that's where the power of this conversation happens because everyone gets to contribute and give their their opinion or their thoughts on what the team should start doing, stop doing, and continue doing. Now, as a bonus, one thing that you can keep in mind is add another column for examine. And for some of these big projects, a website launch, these webinars, um, you know, larger campaigns, identify what needs to be examined. Now, this is just a you know, you're saying as a team, hey, there's a there there in this thing that we encountered during the project that we need to just spend some more time looking into uh, because it could be something that we include or exclude for the next project. And that could be things like, hey, we got to examine, is, is there a better point of contact we have at the client? Because the one we have now just just is not cutting it. Uh, or agency, depends on what, which side you're on. Or let's examine, is there a better time tracking tool we could be using because everybody was all over the place. So those examines are worth identifying because again, you don't want to forget about them. Um, and you kind of want to put them out there and make a note, keep them on the radar and do some digging at, uh, at a later date. Now, the tip for the retrospective is this start, stop, continue model. Think about it. The start, stop, continue model works extremely well when you're doing a one-on-one meeting. So think about that conversation with your manager when you apply a start-stop-continue model and you both contribute. And boy, I can tell you right now, having done it and have experienced using these as part of one-on-ones, it's a, uh, it's a great way to have a really meaningful conversation. So again, remember what that project manager said. The next project should be informed by the last. The next project should be informed by the last. So that's why the start-stop-continue start, examine is going to help you identify that every time uh, within every marketing project. Now, so those are your three steps, right? So we talked about setting milestones, over-communicating, having a retrospective. Those are the three steps for any successful marketing project. And some of the tools you want to consider when it comes to these marketing projects are, well, if you want to manage your workflow, there's the obvious ones, Asana, Basecamp, Trello, uh, any family there. If you want to get a good list of software, go to g2.com. And that's a great uh, place to identify any software uh, reviews. So all these tools I mentioned, I'm going to add to the show notes too. So so you can check them out there too. When it comes to tracking your time, because a lot of times when I'm working with a client or just to be smart about managing your own time to, so that you don't, so you don't, take the same amount of time every time you're doing a repeated task, tools like Clockify, tools like Monday, tools like Toggle, 
Uh, these are great tools for tracking your time. And when it comes to prioritizing your tasks, right? So you have a project, you're part of that project, and you have a list of tasks you need to get through, but you got to prioritize them first. So a couple of things to try. First, the Eisenhower method. And, and you may not know that, what it is, but you may recognize it when you see it. And that's basically the four-quadrant chart where the two axes that form four squares is uh, urgency versus importance and goes from high to low. So when you have high urgency and high importance, uh, that's how you start to identify and prioritize the work that you do. Uh, the next, my favorite, is the Pomodoro method. And using a tool, tomato-timer.com. Tomato-timer.com is a uh, tool you can pull up on your desktop that uh, sets increments of work time at 25 minutes. And then you chunk out your effort in 25-minute uh, time periods. And I can say this by using it myself, that even the lar larger projects, writing a blog post, uh, you know, building a strategy, Sure, it takes maybe a couple of hours, but if you chunk out the effort into little 25-minute chunks, you're, you, you are hyper-focused on that thing, and you feel much more accomplished when you've knocked out a lot in what feels like maybe uh, three 25-minute sessions. So check that out. The Pomodoro Method, tomato-timer.com, um, working your brain in 25-minute increments. The last method for prioritizing tasks, and this is a popular one for agency teams, is the RACI model. Now, that's an acronym, R-A-C-I, RACI model, uh, that stands for Responsible, Accountable, Consulted, and Informed. And, you know, this can get pretty pretty uh, uh, complex in some cases. But again, all it's doing is identifying who's responsible for which, which task during the course of the project, who's accountable, who's consulted, who's informed. It's a great way to manage expectations. It's a great way to manage micromanagers. It's a great way to manage expectations across the team. So there's no confusion on who's doing what, when. Um, so Racy Model, if you want to learn more about it, just check that out and Google it. So there you have it. There's, there's the three steps on how to manage marketing projects um, and to make them successful every stinking time. Um, plus a little bit of a, uh, a bonus there with the start, stop, continue model that you can use. So, so what does this mean now? What are you going to do now? So here's the ask, try it out, challenge yourself to implement these three successful steps on any marketing project you're going to face next, no matter how big, no matter how small, if you're the person who's bringing it to the attention of the team or your project manager, uh, that's going to be a win. So, uh, use these three steps or, if you're like, hey, my, my, my project manager already has it covered, but I'll try these up myself. Uh, also try using the Stop, Start, Continue for your next one-on-one -on -one conversation with your manager. So give yourself 14 days. Uh, and within the next 14 days, try to establish using these at least once. See how it goes. And then communicate with us. Send us a message on your successes or the challenges you've had in doing these. And email us at connect at themarketinghelp.co. Again, connect at themarketinghelp.co. All right, that's it, guys. Until next time, this is your host, Eric Harvison. And remember, today is a great day to proactively manage your marketing career. <laughs>